0: Hey, good morning, Mission family.
1: Good morning. Happy New Year. (laughs) We know we're a few weeks in, but still, Happy New Year.
0: (laughs) You know, Tam and I believe that we need to celebrate all the time. So let's just celebrate New Year's again today. (laughs) This is a new year. This is a new year.
1: New beginnings.
0: Hey, and welcome to all of you online viewers. I, uh, you know, when Ryan was up and talking about you sitting in your living room, I pictured most of you sitting in your bedroom in your pajamas, leaning back against a pillow, drinking coffee and going, (laughs) wow, this is sure a nice trip to the mission, but come
1: back, (laughs) come back to church. We want you here. We miss you. It's important to gather together, (laughs) right?
0: Yes, it is.
1: We're talking to ourselves because we do like coffee in bed too. Oh my
0: goodness. (laughs) Hey, you know, Tam and I host a live uh, broadcast on Facebook and YouTube every Tuesday night from 7 to 8. It's called The Eagle's Nest. <laughs> and we feature amazing guests from the local region, from, the, uh, from around the country, and some international guests have been on with us as well. And, uh, you know, our focus is, is always what is God saying in a specific region through a specific person. And then it's on prayer and on declaration. And you're all invited to come in as viewers and also as participants in the chat section, you know, we have a lot of people that come in and they just type in their, their uh, comments and their chats, and uh, it's really, really a fun time. It is. Uh, this next week, oh, I want to just tell you who we had. This last week, we had five prophetic voices from the mission Woo-hoo! on the chat thing. I bet we prophesied, well, it was over a lot of people. I bet it was over I maybe a couple of dozen people in an hour and it was just so much fun.
1: Thanks, team. You guys are amazing.
0: You know, we felt like we should start off this year by like releasing that prophetic anointing that's on this house. Mm-hmm. How many have experienced the prophetic anointing in the house? How many are here because of that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so uh, one we of have, the reasons we have a special guest coming in this uh, Tuesday night from Australia. His name is Mark Crawford. He's a apostolic and prophetic voice to Australia, New Zealand. Um, The Philippines, Fiji, Fiji and the United States. You know, that guy travels around. He starts businesses, different places, helps people get, you know, release that anointing for business. It's really fun. He's a fun guy. It's going to be a blast. His accent's a little peculiar because he's Australian. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So on January 7th, Tam and I hosted a Convergence event called Occupy Convergence 2022. And in that event, we released a powerful prophetic word for this year, which centers on the word Occupy.
1: So take it away, Tam. Here we go. Um, I'm going to talk just briefly a little bit about how the word came, where it came from. And then we're going to go into it. Um, I have notes written to keep me on track because there's a lot in it. So Occupy Convergence 2022 was birthed out of a prayer time. Um every year we pray into the new year. Hey that rhymes. And we begin to pray in the new year before the new year happened and and the Lord just began to speak the word occupy out of the Scripture Luke nineteen thirteen that says Occupy until I come. And as we just begin to pray into it and embrace it and ask the father, what, what is it that you're saying with this word occupy in 2022? Hi, you guys. <laughs> and he just began to open that up for us. Um, and realize that this is one of the things that's on his heart. One of the par- one of the parables he began to talk to us about was the talents in, in Luke. And um, this is one of the things that for this is for this time and for this season. So in Luke, Jesus tells the parable about a wealthy prince who was leaving his province to go and be crowned king. The prince called on ten servants and he gave them a large sum of money and charged them to occupy. Or to invest what he had given them, put it to work until he returned. The ones who occupied or invested made a return. They multiplied what was given to them and they were even given more. The one who hid or buried his talents out of fear, intimidation, and a wrong mindset about the prince lost everything. He said in his heart, I will just hide what he gave me in the ground So that when he returns, I will at least, get the word least, have what he gave me. He chose disobedience out of fear and a wrong mindset about his king. So for the past two years, we may have become preoccupied with all kinds of events in the world. And the list is endless, right? So this year in 2022 the Lord is calling us to put away distractions and fear or anything that has preoccupied us including wrong mindsets actions and behaviors. The meaning of occupy is very powerful. I learned so much as I begin to study this. The word occupy in that scripture it's an active, aggressive, moving word. It's not docile. It doesn't sit back and wait. It has life and power and motion. It means to engage, to seize, to improve, to move in and take ownership or possession of, to inhabit, to take control of, to put to work, and to do business for the purpose of kingdom increase. Isn't that powerful? To come out of a survival mindset mode where we just want to make it until Jesus returns. You know, a lot of us have been throwing a lot of curveballs in this season. And if we're not careful, we can begin. I, I have noticed some of that in my own life. That Holy Spirit's been gracious to me to say, you're getting that mindset of just make it until Jesus comes. And that is a very passive posture. Mm. That makes us pull back and shrink back with head down. We need to be aggress- in the aggressive mode to occupy and take ownership of all he has given to us, to invest until he comes our talents, giftings, callings, families, our inheritance, land, time, money faith, jobs, relationships, and so much more. Mm. Are we taking possession and ownership of them? Or are we using them and putting them to work? Are we investing them for the kingdom? And are we seeing a return? Or are we preoccupied and distracted and hiding them because of the fear and the wrong mindsets? The powerful thing he spoke to me is that Tammy you cannot occupy if you're preoccupied. Preoccupied being preoccupied is distraction. Being occupying is take, moving in and taking ownership of and being aggressive towards moving on in the kingdom. I want to share just really quickly a story about just to help you relate to how this works. You know, when our Dusty, he's our son. Many of you don't know him, but his name is Dusty. And he was going through, let's just say, a rough patch. <laughs> and, you know, it was scary for this mama when all that stuff started happening, when I saw, saw things manifesting. And I began to partner with fear. And I begin to shrink back and become overwhelmed with What's going to happen to my son? How long is this going to last? Is everything going to be okay? Is he going to make it? It's, you know, all the things. I'm the mama bear. And so I began to be preoccupied with scenarios, pictures, and stories in my mind that probably were never going to happen. And that fear began to take me down until one morning when I woke up and I realized I was partnering with the wrong thing. Mama bear woke up. And said, Oh no, not on my watch. And I begin to occupy my territory. I begin to occupy who God made me, what His word said about my son, what is His identity, and what is His destiny. And I begin to speak into that. I wasn't preoccupied, although I was preoccupied with the Word of God, with truth. With the prophetic words that were spoken over his life. With the authority that he had given me as a daughter and as a mother to Dusty. And so as I begin to partner with that and and begin to occupy my territory, things shifted. Things changed. I lived different. I talked different. I was in control. Holy Spirit was in control And not my feelings and my emotions, even though real things were going on. So it's really powerful to make a transition in 2022 of not being preoccupied, but to occupy.
0: That was a good word right there. You know, so um, I was thinking as we're getting ready for this, I was thinking about how much power sits and resides in each one of us. You know, we spend our lives trying to work out our salvation, trying to live up to expectations of people and all those kinds of things. But you know, the power of the living God is in us. That power that's in us is the power to step forward and to occupy, to be the people of change, to be the people of revolution in ourselves. How many of you are just fed up and tired of being stuck in your mindsets, in what your heart passions are? We have that power that resides in us to shift that. You know, we're not beggars, we're heirs of the king. And we have the power in us to step into that sonship, that daughtership and be the shift, and the change. We have that power to occupy. We're not ones that need to wander around in a stinking desert for 40 years trying to figure out what's supposed to happen in our lives only to die before we move in. We are not those people. We are not those people. So what does occupy mean in your life for 2022? How will you occupy? Invite Holy Spirit on this journey with you. Ask him for his wisdom and his counseling, and the Holy Spirit is wisdom. He is our counselor. So let's engage with him. Let's partner with him. Ask him for wisdom, counsel, direction, and revelation. What's occupying your mind, your space, your family, your surroundings, your beliefs? So let's make a shift and let's begin to occupy ourselves. You know, we always want to occupy somebody else's space before we want to take ownership of our own. I won't ask for amens or a raise of hands. But we're better with somebody else's junk than we are with ours. Oh, I just convicted myself.
1: (laughs) Good job, babe. Good job. (laughs)
0: It's time for us to wake up, to stand up, to dust off, and to begin to move forward and to occupy. Remember... It means to move in, to take ownership and possession of. You have the ability to own your thoughts, to own your mindsets, to shift them and be responsible, be a responsible person over those things. Remember, with God's unconditional help, we can do this. We've got this. So let's occupy.
1: Amen. We want to give you a quick activation that you'll take home with you to do. Just want to challenge you and encourage you to, you know, just pick one thing. I mean, you're not limited to that. But just pick one scenario, situation, relationship, anything in your life that is occupying way too much of your mind, your emotions, your money, whatever it is. If it's controlling you and you're not controlling it. Pick that thing, write it down on a post it note, and put it somewhere on your mirror, in your kitchen, on your refrigerator. Smith. That's where I put mine. <laughs> and just remind yourself you know what? In 2022, I, with the help of God, am going to occupy this area, this relationship, this territory. And begin to ask Holy Spirit, like Mark said, invite him in on the journey. Ask him for revelation and wisdom and ideas. And just be intentional about going towards that occupying instead of being preoccupied. And you watch this next year if your life isn't completely turned around and transformed. It's time for us to occupy if God is saying to us, Occupy, and he says it in his word, it's possible. It may feel like and look like it's impossible, but if God says, says it, we can do
0: it. I just, um, I just want us all to stand. You know, I've had this picture in my mind the entire time we've had this Occupy word in our hearts. I've had this picture in our mind about walking around in the desert. <laughs> You know, and always thinking about what we left behind us. You know, if we just went back to Egypt, that's where they fed us. Well, they also made you make bricks and, you know, treated you like slaves because you were. But if we go back to Egypt, at least we had food and water and we had clothes and we had this stuff. And I think for so many of us, I think we get stuck in our minds that if we move forward, we're going to lose this. We're going to lose this little sense of security that's behind us. This little thing that has been, you know, I've always been secure and in, 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 uh, confident in my, little, in my ability to sit by myself and have a pity party. But if I begin to occupy my mind and occupy my thoughts, then I'm not going to be able to do that. But that was really comfortable for me, and I'm not sure I want to give that up. How many want to give that kind of stuff? I'm, I almost said something, but I won't. That was a good catch. How many just want to shift, see some things in your life, shift? I think it's really time for this. Okay. Here's what we're going to pray. I think it's important for you to catch that thing Tammy said, write it down. You know, we write things down because it becomes a, a, a an anchor for us. If we just think it in our minds, it's easy to lose that. Definitely. How many are losing more thoughts than you can keep now? Okay. <laughs> So write the thing down. Okay, so let's just raise our hands to the Lord right now. We're just going to pray. We're going to release this over this room and over you sitting and watching this at home and those that will watch this in the future. This word of occupation, occupy your place, is for you. Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we determine this morning, right now, that we are going to begin to occupy ourselves... Occupy our families, and occupy the world around us. And Father, in Jesus' name, we lay down things that have preoccupied us. Things that have been time stealers, Mm -hmm. time wasters, thought stealers, thought wasters, emotion stealers, and emotion wasters, Father. And we are determined, as the people of God to step into this opportunity to occupy in 2022. Father, we lay down fears, we lay down anxieties, and we step into the promises of God that you will let us be uh, possess and take ownership of these things in our life. And we thank you for it. We thank you for it. Mm-hmm. We bless you in Jesus' name. Well, thank you very much, Amen. everyone. Amen.
1: Happy New Year.
0: Let's all Happy keep New high. Year. And now the one and the only. Let's all stand and give a big round of applause for the David Crone.
2: Hey, Mark, stay up here. Uh, Ryan, would you bring your mom up here on the platform? And Michelle, would you come on up here? Um, you don't need to hear another message. You just had one. Uh, so I want to I go after a little bit of what they referred to this morning in more, uh, strategic way, and uh, specific way. You come on up, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I, call these up to, to, to help here. They don't know it yet, but they're, they're here to help. Um, you know, Tammy spoke about about taking back some territory with her son, you know, places that the enemy was trying to steal, wanting to take away. I think this is really, really important. There's a story out at Ziklag uh, of David going to Ziklag and, and he had his men there and then they went off to battle. They left all their family, uh, all their cattle, all their sheep, you know, everything that they owned was there in Ziklag. And while they were gone, the Amalekites came and stole it all and took everything, their family, their wives, their, their children. And uh, David, David prayed before the Lord, do we go after them or do we not? And the Lord said, yes, I want you to go after them. So he goes after them, takes his men who are trying to kill him because of, they lost everything. It's just what happens to the leader often, you know. And uh, so they start, they, they go after these Amalekites to get back everything. And the Bible says that they got absolutely everything that was taken from them. Plus... They got all of the livestock with the enemy yes. Yes. Come on. now that 's pretty good isn 't it? Yeah. This is pretty good it 's taking, taking territory that the enemy is trying to steal or has stolen, and we get and we, we, we occupy it again when, uh, when we lost our daughter was uh, uh, the, the day that we lost her our, our family came to be with us and stay at our house overnight, and uh, Amy had been living in our home with her children. And she, she lived in one of our rooms that had a, a private bath, and uh, so that that night, um, all the family was there, and they, the kids and grandkids and they all were going to stay overnight. But nobody would go into Amy's room and stay in Amy's room, which was the nicest room other than our our room in the whole house. But no one would go in there. No one would sleep in there that night. I was I woke up in the middle of the night and. And was disturbed by this. Not that I understood. I certainly understood. But I recognized that the enemy was trying to steal territory. A place that had been a place of blessing to our family. A place that would be a place of rest. Was about to be stolen. And now it was going to become like a shrine. And shrines don't have life. So I got up in the middle of the night, I went into that room and I sat in that room and I began to declare this room belongs to the family of Crone. This is ours. And I began to pray over that room and pray over that it's a place of life, not a remembrance of death. And we took back that territory in that moment. Really essential that we understand this principle. We were, again, we were, uh, we had gone to Hawaii um, shortly after that, took a sabbatical and and we were in Hawaii, and, and the Lord had really blessed us with a trip. And uh, there, was a, there was a time uh, when Amy was in, junior, I think, junior high or high school. I don't remember if it was her junior high graduation. Yeah, and uh, I took her, and, and uh, Larry, you took your daughter. And we all went to San Francisco for uh, some dinner on the wharf. And we just had a father-daughter kind of time. And uh, there was this, this kiosk that, gave, that you, you could uh, buy oysters and get the shell. And and you get the pearl out of there, you know? And they'd ring a bell and and say something, you know? Uh, Like, yeah, you got a pearl or something. I don't know, something like that. Well, anyway, we we did that. I did that with Amy, and it was a very special time for she and I to share life together. And she took that pearl, and it was a beautiful pearl, and she made something out of it. I don't remember what it was. Probably a... A necklace made out of it. A necklace made out of it. Thank you, babe. This is why she's here. And so, um, and we were in Hawaii and we were starting to head off to dinner, and we were walking up this pathway up to where the restaurant was, and there was a kiosk there that was uh, that same kiosk. And as we were walking by there, they rang the bell and yelled out aloha because they were in Hawaii. And it caught our attention in that moment and broke our hearts because it was a memory. That we lost, that we now no longer had that was sweet, but one that was was bitter. We turned around, we walked and got back in our car, we're just weeping. Started to pull out of the parking lot, and then we stopped and said, Wait, wait a minute, no. We can't let this memory be robbed from us. So we got back out of the car and, and walked past that same place and claimed that place as a memory that I would always remember the joy of the moment that I was with my daughter. Do you understand what I'm trying, what, what, and what they are saying today in terms of occupying the space that belongs to us? Tragedies happens and bad things happen and things get robbed and stolen from us, but we can go into, you know, we can be the people of Ziklag that go out and get what, what was stolen from us and get the more in that. So here's what I want to do, and, and these guys can help us pray as they feel inspired to pray. Uh, there's microphones around here somewhere. And... Uh, if you have a territory that has been stolen from you and you want to take it back, or you have one that the enemy is trying to steal from you, and that you may not get that identical thing back, but he always restores above what we've lost. Right? So if that's you, once you stand, you say, yeah, yeah, I want to get some territory um, back. We're going to go after that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Please do.
3: We're going to do that in just a minute. <laughs> So just sit down for a second? Um, I don't, when Dave called me up here, I'm like, I don't know why he's doing this. I have absolutely nothing. and um, oh, But I do have something. Um, I, I want to go after a particular area, and mm-hmm. then we'll go over like That's however good. we want to do this. Um, but I just felt, very, as soon as I got up on the stage, I just felt like I wanted to hit. I didn't know what we were doing, but... The night season is being robbed, is what I heard. Your night season is mm. being robbed. Um, so mm-hmm. if you are um, not sleeping well, or even if you are sleeping, you wake up and you feel more tired than when you went to bed. Um, something that's been happening to me is the moment I start getting dozy, I get anxious and nervous, like, almost. I don't know how to describe it. Um, is anybody else having those issues? Okay, why don't you stand up? If, if your sleep and rest is being robbed. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's... Uh, everybody, everybody is there. <laughs> because if our sleep is being robbed, our rest, um, the ability for Holy Spirit, because he wants to speak to us. He wants to not only just give us rest, but he wants to give us direction and uh, strategies. So we're losing a lot more than just sleep, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So is there anybody else? Anybody else? It's not too late. All right. So I just want you to um, put your hand on your, your chest because sometimes it's a breathing thing too. We almost feel like mm. we're not taking it. We're breathing very shallow, you know, if that makes sense. We're not taking deep breaths. Um, whew. So I'm, my chest is just feeling tight. So that's why I'm like, okay. Let me just take a deep breath. I don't want to pass out of here. Okay, I'll hold on. All right. Oh, sorry, just give me a minute. Tammy, do you want to pray over this? I, um, I, I know. I'm, okay, just be patient a second. Okay. Okay, we can do this. Um, oh, all right. Our night season is so important. We have, as believers, sometimes have given up the night. We've given up the dark place. The scripture says that light and dark is the same to him. He dwells in the dark place. He dwells in that dark cloud. He is light and dark. And we have sometimes given away the dark place. We've given away the place where we can hide in him because we're afraid of the dark. So in the name of Jesus, we take back the night time. We take black back the dark place. We take back the shadow. Because it is under the shadow of his hand that we get to know him. We get to be like him. We get to rest in him. So I command over this room and over every heart, every person that is standing... To reclaim and occupy the territory of the night. In Jesus' name. We break off anxiety. Shortness of breath. Worry. And concern. You have the answers. And we rest in you. We rest in you. Father, your word says that you dwell
1: in the thick darkness. You dwell with us in the thick darkness. When we're in bed at night, when, wherever we are going to sleep, Father, you dwell with us. and Father, you're just showing me a picture of... I just want to encourage you to see the Father as you're going to rest as you're going to sleep, as you're in your, in your bed, and begin to see that he dwells with you, that he's in your room. He's right there with you. He's embracing you and he's holding you because he dwells in the darkness. Father, we thank you that your very presence in our rooms as we go to sleep is with us and that will occupy what we see what we feel what happens lord that we will rest in you and the peace of god will rule and reign in our hearts and minds and we will sleep you give your beloved rest and we are your beloved so we thank you we take that tor- territory back because that's where you dwell we dwell with you in jesus name
0: and so father we uh... We thank you for removing the fear of closing our eyes. Father, we will no longer, we will go to sleep tonight, go to bed tonight, and we will not fear closing our eyes because of the, the anticipation of the restless night or the terror that might come. So, Father, we break that off right now in Jesus' name. And, Father, we thank you for peace peace that resides in our pillow so that when our head hits our pillow, we are engulfed in your peace because your peace reigns and rules in our hearts and in our minds. So we thank you, Father, for blessing our pillows tonight and everything about where we sleep, Father, in Jesus' name.
4: Yeah, you guys can be seated. Um, I just heard um, stolen ideas and kind of in two different ways. Whether you, you had an idea for something, a business or something, and someone literally stole the idea and used it for themselves or claimed it as their own, he wants to reclaim that. So if that's you, stand. Or if you, and I've done this way too many times, and I should learn my lesson, but you have an idea that comes, you don't write it down. And then when you go back to try to remember what that was, you can't remember it. So it's almost like the idea was stolen because you can't remember it anymore. And it was a brilliant idea that God gave you. If that's you, I want you to stand because I think he wants to bring those back. So whether an idea was literally stolen by somebody else or that it's a thought, an idea that you just can't remember anymore that he gave you. So Holy Spirit right now, We ask that you give those back. That you restore those ideas, those blueprints that maybe we didn't steward well, but we ask for them back. We ask that you bring back those ideas and blueprints right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. That ideas that were stolen by somebody else that the benefit will come back in Jesus name Amen Mm -hmm.
5: I just kept hearing relationships where we've been in a culture where distancing keeps those we love safe we can also begin to hide in the distance in the separation at first it's honorable But then it becomes complacent and easy. We now say, no worries, it's okay. It's okay. And we take a step back. We take a step back. And we don't engage. But I hear the Lord saying that he is moving forward in this year, 2022, in and through others. In and through relationship with those around you. He is not building outside of relationship with others. Do you hear me? Yeah. Do you hear me church? He is not building your ministry or your business outside of someone else. He is inviting you to look to your left, to look to your right and say whom whom am I to link arms with? Whom am I to extend my heart and my friendship and my love to? If you have been here and you have kind of disengaged a little bit or maybe a lot from those you know God has called you to be in partnership and relationship with. Maybe it's not building a, mar- uh, uh, a business. Maybe it's not building a ministry. It's just building your life. In a, sustainable, in a sustainable way that brings health and vitality, that supports you, that listens to you, that sits with you when your story is sad and when your story is filled with joy. We need those kind of relationships and the Lord has given us to one another, church. We are, we are the body. We are his body. We should not be fighting or warring with one another or sizing one another up or stepping back and distancing ourselves. But we should be embracing one another, calling each other, saying, I need you. I need you in the imperfections of your life and in the imperfections of my life. We are need each other. I want to invite you to stand if you know there is a relationship or relationships that you have stepped back from and it's time it is time bride of Christ it is time body of the living God to come together and say yes again to relationship
2: everything in our everything in our world right now wants us to to be away from each other And we understand that in a health environment, but it has caused a separation. And uh, I would just challenge, and I'm I'm one of those, I I like myself very much. And I like being with me. Right? And it's time for us as people who understand community, who understand what it is to be connected. You know, you can actually be in a community and not be connected. It's time to be connected yep. and connecting. And uh, what, what Michelle is addressing is really critical for us right now. And I, you know, I'm even talking to those that are online right now. It's time to connect again and connect new. And, and I think what, what the Holy Spirit probably awakening in us right now is that there's a sense, wait a minute, I have pulled back. Not just about a health thing but i've pulled back i've emotionally detached a little bit i've emotionally pulled back from those kind of relationships and maybe it's because you've been hurt in relationships and it happens and so we pull back for our safety but it's not really a safe place it's a place of theft you're robbed and stolen from so if that's you and you just re-recognize right now as you're just sitting there yeah i mean you haven't done anything necessarily it hasn't been some tragic event t- but you've recognized I've been pulling back yeah. I've been holding back and you're willing to this takes a lot of courage right now <laughs> because you're going you're gonna to say I'm, I'm now ready to be vulnerable again I'm ready now to be open again I'm ready to take a chance again it takes a lot of courage but that's who the Holy Spirit is he's the great encourager the one who gives courage when we need it. So if that's you, go ahead and stand. And Michelle, I'll let you pray over these yeah. as we get there.
5: Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for courage. Thank you for your courageous spirit that is in this house today. To be able to take a, take a step forward towards another person takes a lot of courage. And I just release healing. I release your healing presence, Lord. In the hearts, the minds, and the spirits of those who have been wounded, who have felt loss, great loss in this time, but I release the friendship and the peace and the love of Jesus to heal your heart, to restore what the enemy has taken a hundredfold. Like David and his men, would you charge back into those places where you have been complacent in relationship? Would you grab hold of all the spoils that God has hidden within your friends and your family and those strangers around you that you have yet to even say hi to? God, give us courage to say yes, to be known and seen and heard again. And we bless those families, Lord. We bless those families. We open our hearts to you today, Lord. I'm just hearing the Lord say that, (laughs) would you be willing to see that I've hidden myself in the face of your neighbor? Would you be willing to see that I have hidden myself and my friendship in the face of the gal at the grocery store? That the banker is the mom who walks her kids every day? Is the guy who rides his bike? Would you be willing to see me and receive from me in friendship with them? Oh, Jesus, give us eyes to see you. Give us eyes to see you in the one and in the many. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes. Would you say that with me right now? Open my eyes. Open my eyes to see you. To see you in nature. To see you in others. To see you where you want to be seen. Where you have intentionally hidden yourself throughout my day. I have eyes to see. Would you say that with me? I have eyes to see Jesus everywhere that I am. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. All right. Now, if you have any place that's been stolen, you want it back. Any place that is in threat of being robbed from you and you want it back, you want to keep it, you want to have it as part of your heritage, your life message, just stand up and we'll pray over that. I want to read a scripture that came to my mind when uh, Tammy was talking, Tammy and Mark were talking. It's out of Hebrews. I'm going to find it. Here it is. It says, Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Listen to this. But we are not of those who draw back to destruction. But of those who believe to the saving of the soul. We are not those who draw back. As we stand here today... You are declaring, I am not one who draws back. But I occupy the territory that God has given me, that he's put in my hands. And I take back territory that's been stolen and robbed from me. So you just begin to declare that over your life. You find ways to declare it right now. Find ways to, out loud, speak it into the atmosphere. Find ways to declare your own declaration, your own words of what you're going to take back right now and how you're going to stand in that place and not allow anything to be stolen. And you declare that what has been stolen would be replaced to you with more, with greater. That's how he does it. So Father, I pray over all of us here that are standing in this room and those even that are sitting, Lord, that that have not been... Don't, just not can't can think of anything and that's okay i just pray over all of us in this room right now that the places that you awaken in our hearts that that have been taken from us or that heart just simply we have not occupied fully we have not fully taken possession we have not fully maybe we stepped into the promised land but we haven't taken the promised land we've stepped into the promised land but we haven't possessed the, the promised land So of those places, God, we declare over our lives right now that we are not those who draw back to destruction, but we are those who press on to victory. And we will not cast away our confidence just because of circumstances, just because of situations that have taken away our hope. We now stand in hope and stand in faith and declare in faith that we are those who step into our destiny live out our life message, and go on to our destiny in Jesus' name. For you know the plans you have for us, and they are plans for a future and a hope. And we declare that over our lives right now in Jesus. Now let's sing this song, He is Good. Come on, let's sing it. Morning, you can pretty well be assured, circumstances or situations, the enemy will try to whisper that was a nice moment. And you go right back into the mentality that you've lost something and you're never going to regain it, that it's still going to be lost. You still can't take past that, take back that place. I just declare it to you when that happens, you just begin to declare what you declared right here. This is a journey, this is a process you just keep declaring it in your life. And we'll have testimonies out of this morning that you will not believe. Right? All right. Ministry team, would love for you to come up forward. And if you want to be prayed with this morning, it's good to see Marcia Tulio in the house today. Yes, Marcia, good to see you. you know, I guess John's been backslidden or something. He's not here this morning, but... That's all right. We love John. No, I know he's with the boys. And Feta, it's good to see you. One of our students from our school in the Philippines here this morning. Good to have you here. And just so many wonderful faces in the house today. But if you would like prayer, the ministry team's up front here ready to pray with you. We'd love to do that. So God bless you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to impose on Ryan. If Ryan will let me speak next week, and I'll, you and I will switch, switch times, that will be okay. And I'll actually talk about how to be more than a conqueror. We actually did that this morning. So it's all right. Okay, we'll talk about it next week. God bless you all. Love you much.